0: Hello and welcome again to Oscar Mike Radio. Oscar Mike Radio is part of the Hoobazoo Network. You can find out more on Hoobazoo.com. I want to thank my sponsors and supporters for what they do to support my mission. And we are in flight today. I think, Gunny, you're the first Gunny I've had on Oscar Mike Radio. I think that's the case. I'd have to look again, but I've had sergeants, I've had corporals, I've had officers, but you're the first Gunny. Gunny Wolf, welcome to Oscar Mike Radio. Hey, thanks for having me. Outstanding. Outstanding. I, guess I, I guess
1: if you're going to have a Gunny, it should be me.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. That is a typical Marine Corps response. And I want to give a big shout out to uh, my, my, my Marine Corps brother, Andrew Farr in Tennessee, for the connection. Uh, that's why we're talking. Thank you, Andrew, another Marine Corps veteran. And, you know, Andrew's and I are talking on the phone. It's like, look, I'm going to have you uh, meet, you know, Gunny Wolf. He's a, a cartoonist. You got to talk to him. And when Andrew does that, I'm like, okay, let's let's do this because, you know, Andrew must, uh, you know, feel pretty good about you. And then I got to checking you out. And I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, you're a legit drawer artist, you know, guy. This is awesome. How, how did this all start? Yeah. So, I mean,
1: my journey started
0: when I was, you know, five or six
1: years old. Uh, Backstory is, you know, divorced parents, broken family, um, in and out of different, you know, houses, all kinds of crazy stuff. Welfare for uh, 14 years. But during this time, I, uh, I found my foundation in drawing. So amidst all the chaos, you know, I was always drawing and it just came to me naturally. Um, but as I look back on it, it was very therapeutic and it got me through all the crazy times. Um, so from that point on, uh, in high school, I was in 10th grade and they had a vocational school that where you could go learn different trades, like be a mechanic or a hairdresser. And they had a commercial art program. So my friend, uh, Coaxed me into submitting a portfolio. Um, so I did. And to my surprise, I was accepted. So, in this commercial art school, my teacher was very uh, old school, strict, but funny at the same time. But, you know, he was technically my first mentor. Like, he saw this super rough diamond and he was trying to shine me as much as he could and get the edge but I was belligerent just you know I was just didn't have any direction but he did his best to teach me about life and what I could do with my art so we learned how to make signs pen and ink uh all kinds of different uh you know ways to use different tools um so in 12th grade that's when I saw my first recruiter first marine uh He's kind of like in our, uh, the lobby area. Okay. Right? So I walk up to him and I say, you know, what does it take to join? And he just looks at me and says, do you think you're tough? <laughs> I said, yes, I know I'm tough. I mean, I've been a wrestler and weightlifter and all this other stuff. So the following Monday or Tuesday, I find myself in his office. And he's asking me, like, what do you want to do? And I had no clue. And I said, I want to be that guy on the wall. And it was straight up infantry. So still with no guidance, I just dove right in. I had no idea what I was getting myself into, but you know, tough is tough and I'm just going to stick it out.
0: He must've loved you. Your, your recruiter must've absolutely you know loved oh, that yeah. package through.
1: Yeah. I mean, he just, you know, I should've just had a sign that said made mission on it, you know, <laughs> something like that. So, yeah, so that's, You know, up until that point, then I had joined the Marine Corps. Um, In boot camp, you know, I was the uh, platoon artist. So I was doing foot lockers and DI cover holders and all kinds of crazy stuff while doing training. Um, So then I graduated uh, boot camp. And my first, I went to the School of Infantry. So everywhere I went, I drew. Um, But yeah, up until that point uh we you know we can talk about other things but that's how drawing kind of stuck with me my whole life and it was therapeutic and it just never left me
0: so you're you're in you're in the marine corps you're in mos school school of infantry you're you're going on the you know deployments and you're drawing what's what what what's it like when one of your fellow squad mates sees what you drew and got a kick out of it what was that like Well, that's when the epiphany happened. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, so this whole time I've been drawing my whole life, and really, I believe it is God's purpose. Like He started me drawing to get me through the chaos. He knew what was coming, and I just stuck to it. And I always focused on cartoons, and I found my niche as being funny in school as early as elementary school. Now, this my grades took a big hit, but the laugh was worth it. Um, so it was it was crazy i've been sacrificing myself for you know yourself what, what, out
0: there i mean yeah that's on it. The block. Teacher,
1: yeah back then you know i mean wooden paddles it didn't matter i would get a laugh out of it so you know just um you really yeah, are, so are, you, are you a glutton for punishment gunny always always it just makes you stronger you know just bring it <laughs> so uh Yeah, so uh, Desert Shield, Desert Storm shows up. I'm with 1st Battalion, 4th Marines. And uh, we did our six-month deployment. We were on our way back home, stopped in the Philippines to refuel and get food. And then we got the call to, sorry, you got to turn around and go back. So my wife had to put her sign away for a while. And, you know, it was just crazy. So that's when it kind of, the anxiety kicked in, I mean, we're going to go to war. Um, and I had been drawing all the time on the mess decks and things like that, but but nothing really took hold. It was just me drawing.
0: Yeah.
1: But as soon as this anxiety and everything else kicked in, uh, now when I was drawing on the mess decks, I was focusing on the stories that the Marines and I were talking about. And one of the first separate tunes I ever did was uh, two Marines they're both, there's walls, there's two walls, and the Marines are on either side of the wall, there's training grenades everywhere, and there's blanks, cases everywhere, right, and the whole point is, all they're saying is, I got you, no, I got you, no, I got you first, no, I got you first, and it was based on the fact that nobody dies in training, you know, no. you know, all Marines are so tough in training, no one dies, so are you really getting training out of it? No, it's just making you more uh, arrogant and tougher, so you go into the fight, So uh, my friend was sitting across the table and he was cracking up. Uh, So I knew I was onto something. And then I started drawing more and more and listening to more stories. Um, And then I had another Marine say, why don't you go to the admin uh, shop on the ship? They're kind of like the PAO and see if you can do something with these. So the whole ship can see them. And I was like, all right. But I have all these doubts. I'm always doubting myself. So I go up there and the chief, uh, she sees me and she's talking to me and I'm showing her like, I only have like three cartoons at this point. And she goes, she goes, this be awesome. We can put them on the admin door every week. Right. And I'm like, oh, I don't know about that, but I'll try. All right. Yep. So now every week there's a, it had no name. It had no nothing. It was just a cartoon hanging on the door. So the funny part about this story is, uh, you know, we were waiting to go to war, but we were on ship for so long, like ten months on ship. Yeah, it was it was craziness. So we're all bottled up. So they set up training for us in the in Oman. So we get the vehicles off to get the oil through the engines, and you know, we're out there in mop four playing football with the MRE and all kinds of crazy stuff. So we come back two weeks later. And I'm in the birthing and the chief come downstairs and she says, you got to get a cartoon on the door now. Since you've been gone, everybody's going apeshit because there's no cartoon. So once again, it it started kicking in where, you know, now the whole ship is involved. Um, So I did that. And uh, from there, I went to, uh, I was an instructor at the basic school. Oh. Right. So I was out there, Yeah, I was teaching officers and, you know, it was really, it was really fun, but man, there was so much funny content going on. I mean, second lieutenants, you know, I mean, that's the foundation of
0: funny for me. I mean, it's, it's awesome. Um, Right. Because, you know, even, even I was, I was a hawker. I, I was a radar operator for a sand battery and the second lieutenants would come there. And even the first lieutenants knew that life was going to get hard for a while trying to get them squared away it's 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 funny because it's true
1: yeah i mean it's the same with you know privates and pfcs and like everybody just coming in i mean you're, you're bound to fail you're still learning um but it's just a wide open door and in the military you know we're like no holds barred we're just all over you like dog pile on everybody just does something funny um, so I was keying on, on that type of stuff. And there was another friend there that said, why don't you go to the base newspaper, the Chronicle Century, and see if they'll run these. And again, I was like, I don't know. But they may, my friend made me go. So I, I went to the Chronicle Century with a folder full of uh, cartoons. But for me, that was only like, now I'm up to like, you know, maybe eight or 10, yeah. you know, so I go in and see the editor and the editor's really liking it. I'm I'm surprised and I'm, I want to do it, but I don't. So I'm, I'm hoping he says no. Right. Cause I got the, all this fear in me and anxiety, but he says, yeah, we, we would love to run. We want to run them, but can you do one a week? Now with my schedule at TBS, I mean, it was crazy. You know, we're right. there at four and we're leaving at like 1800, 1900 at night. So, I was standing there looking at him and he's waiting for an answer. And in my head, I was like, there's, there's no way I can do this. But what came out was, yeah, I got you. I will be back. You know? So it was the first leap of faith I took
0: into the publishing world. So, so it sounds like, you know, stage one or, or part one of your journey, writing was to help you through a difficult time. And then it, it, it sounds like we'll get into it a little later. Writing has you know, forced you out of your shell and kind of reinforced those Marine Corps can do principles. Yes. Yeah, most definitely. Awesome. Awesome. So you've 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 done the basic school, you're doing this, you're 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 moving along. Um what happens after you get out of the Marine Corps? Yeah,
1: so over a period of time, I started at the Quantico Century, and from that point on I knew that all I needed to do was get the cartoons into every base newspaper in the Marine Corps. So I started doing that. I contacted every base newspaper in the Marine Corps before there was an internet. And we would mail we would mail the cartoons by mail. And my wife had a filing cabinet set up with every folder of every base. So that kind of started up. I was first Sergeant Wolf in Quantico Sentry, and then when I came back and Lap moved into the graphic arts program for the Marine Corps, I went back to the Chronicle Century, and that's where the edi- the new editor said, "What do you want to call it?" And I just said Semper
0: Tunes. Um, it's so cr- it's it's crazy to be talking to you because I've checked out Semper Tunes. I've gotten laughs. I've gotten yucks, and it's really cool to be talking with you now. And it's just. It just sounds like you've taken this thing from a very long time and just kept maturing it. What's that? What would you say your style has done over the years doing this? Well,
1: the foundation of Simper Tunes and the the entire reason all this is still going is I always focus on a silhouette out there, just that one person that needs a laugh. Um, Everybody needs that laugh. I mean, morale is the foundation of any unit. I'll argue that until I'm gone. Um, So if morale is high, you win the battle twice. You win it within your unit and you win the battle. But if there's no morale, you lose twice. Um, So over the years, um, I have just found that temper tunes has also become a bridge between the hardcore Marine, whether they're male or female, and their family. Because now they have a bridge that kind of tells what they do especially as drill instructors and in the field and all this other stuff, but it has no hard edge on it. Yeah. So they can show it to their kids and they can share it with grandma and grandpa that are veterans. And it just became a family value type of thing,
0: kind of like Walt Disney, but for the military. And that's really where I want to take this. So I'm on your website. It's simpertoons.com tunes.com. And, and, and it's really cool what you've done with it. And I'll tell you honestly, ladies and gentlemen, I signed up uh, on my email address, to get the weekly cartoon. I can't wait for the Thank first you. one getting. Yeah, I, I really like, um, there's several different facets of it. There is, um, you know, the recruiter center and then the vet respect. And I'm, I'm just curious, you know, cause time flies when we're having fun. If you kind of talk about those, cause those seem to be like really outreach initiatives you're doing with your work.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, so, um, uh... The recruiter morale boxes, I mean, that's why they're there. I want to take this bridge and I want to give the recruiters a different type of tool that they can give something tangible to the uh, poolies family. So usually the, the Pooley's involved with the recruiter and the family's involved a little bit, but not as much as they could be. And when the recruiter has this tangible card with a laugh on it, I really think it, it just enforces the fact that this family knows that the Marine Corps is going to take care of their son or daughter. So that's the whole premise It's just trying to help show that the Marine Corps, we're a family. We like to laugh, too, but we're really tough, you know, and just kind of mash it all together. But invite them in and let Sempertoons be, you know, the greeter.
0: Um, no, it's really cool. And then, um, you know, I'm looking at the Vet Respect Awards. And, um, I'm looking at my screen right now and it's presented to a new veteran the first Wednesday of every month. Now, what does that mean? Um, someone nominates a veteran who just got out and you present that award to them.
1: Yeah. I mean, it can, it can be any veteran.
0: Um, so my goal
1: is to do this once a day. Oh, wow. So, you know, so we've, we've started out just kind of like taking a small bite. Um, so that's where the, the first vet respect I did was, um, the gentleman from my Marine Corps league that went to Paris Island in a boat because back then the bridge wasn't even built, right? He, he's 99 years old and uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's a true story. So it was amazing. Um, yeah. But, you know, I just, then, then we picked the Reverend warriors because I'm now I'm involved with them to help uh, prevent suicide. Um, it's therapeutic for me too. But it can be, you know, it can be you. It can be anybody. I, I want to try to give everybody credit.
0: That's great. And I see you're a member of the Marine Corps League. Uh, I'm a member of the Marine Corps League. You know, what's that been like? You know, kind of, I think the Marine Corps League is important to me. I'm just curious what you think.
1: Well, to be honest with you, you know, for the longest time, I've, for me, a, a true leader is selfless. Yeah. So self, selfless leads to self. But in doing that, I isolated myself. I mean, I do have PTSD. You know, I have um, all kinds of different issues that I'm still dealing with. But part of tunes is just being selfless. I just do them and I send them out to the world. So I've never really looked for recognition. I mean, doing these podcasts is all brand new to me. Everything you're about to see come to fruition is all new to me. The website had a designer do that. Um, Andrew Appleton, who's my partner. So everything is just like, finally people were like, you gotta get out there because if you don't, no one will ever know your story and you won't inspire. So in saying that, my uh, good friend, Michael Diamond was on me for so long to join the Marine Corps League. But I was always like, ah, nah, nah, nah. you know, I'm missing meetings, and all this other stuff. So finally I went and I joined. And of course you want to kick yourself because as soon as I walk through the doors, now I feel like I'm in a family again. Yeah. Like, you know, everybody's there to help each other. You know, they bring issues up where we can help other Marines and veterans. And it was just like a hand in a glove. So I wish I would have done it sooner, but I, I think a lot of people out there don't realize that like, if you're looking for support within the room, when you go to a meeting, you're surrounded by, marines that just they want to help you any way they can um and that's what i love most about it so i'm all in
0: yep i'm all in no i think i think it was a very good you know part of this conversation uh because i run into difficulty trying to tell other marines articulate you know why it's important to join and i I agree with you you know in our our detachment there's some korean war and vietnam veterans when those guys talk you kind of just you know shut up and let them listen you know, and listen to what they say and mm-hmm. you know they treat you just like they would treat anybody else it's really encouraging but yeah I think the thing you know that I like when I, when I talk to people like yourself is you, you took something that you had and you know you, you served our, our country you, you're a U.S. Marine and you kind of worked on you know while you were serving and then afterwards you found a way to take that and move through some of the the struggles and challenges in your life and be an inspiration to others. I think this is the amazing thing. You know, it might be a cartoon to somebody, but for you, it's a part of yourself every time you send it out. You know, as we close down, I'm just just curious because a lot of veterans stumble over that part that that you've worked through. Uh, You know, closing this down, I'm just curious, you know, what would you tell a veteran who's trying to make that choice to get that cartoon or that you know painting or that you know package out once a week, but doesn't think they can do it.
1: Well, currently at this moment, there are two Marines sitting here
0: that can be reached
1: and contacted, and we will support you, and we won't let you fail. Now you can multiply that by your friends and your family. Everyone's, everyone's telling you that you can do this. So you basically, it comes down to believing in yourself and please go out there and fail. Please go fail because every time you fail, it's going to make you stronger. And once it takes hold, then you'll realize that it was all worth it. But if you don't take the first step, you can't even fail, you know, and I don't know what's worse than not, you know, what's worse than failing, but not taking the first step is actually worse than failing because you don't even know if you're
0: going to be successful or not. So. Let's do it. That's it. Let's do it. All right. All right. Well, I am sitting here with my first Marine Corps Gunnery Sergeant, Gunny Wolf, who has Simpertoons at Simpertoons.com. You can go to the website, check out everything he's doing. Uh, He has books and you got the 2022 calendar up. That looks very cool. By the way, I like that. And and you can go to the section. uh, let me see if I can find it. Is it mail call? Yeah,
1: please talk about mail call.
0: Oh yeah, mail call, which is really cool. It's a monthly donation. And um you support families with a $17 and 75 cent donation. I think that's pretty cool. Back in 1775. Yeah. Our Marine Corps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I think I think that's just really great that you're using your work to support other people in, in in a really impactful way. I really really like this but you can also sign up with your email address and just like back in the day get one of separate tunes delivered to your inbox email inbox weekly so um, I want to talk to you again I want to keep the, the lines open I think what you're doing is amazing Andrew thank you so much you know guys it's just a pleasure thank you for your time
1: oh this is this is my honor thank you for everything you do too I mean I'm just Travis we're on it next time I see you, you're you going to get a COVID hug and
0: all kinds of stuff. So I, I give good hugs too. So let's hug it out. Um, he has to, he is literally on the move in like two minutes somewhere else. So I've got to let him go, but you know, go to simpletoons.com. check it out, get the calendar, get the mail call donation going, get on his mailing list. Gunny, thank you very much. And as we say in Oscar Mike radio, we are mission in flight. Love the Jersey, by the way. That jersey (laughs) is savage. Yeah, baby. All right. All right. I will talk to you soon
1: and take care. Thank you.